Every league, every team, every game, every season. 8 to 10, tell a friend. This is where the experts meet to speak on approach. You want to join the conversation, got to pick up the phone. Oh, phone, phone. Uh, yeah. All uh, right. It's the verbal version of the replay, the recap, the game seven, the draft, preseason, the rematch, players and coaches, the man keeps you posted, whether you're rooting for the home or away, dirt, turf, hardwood, grass, a clip, we keep the conversation going and we cover it all, so when it goes down, you know the score, and when it comes to sports talk, this ain't no small talk, this is the big leagues, the ball is in your core, the best place for debate, the point of view, after further review, you know what to do. One two one two one two one two one two. Um, I know, I know, I know. We here, we in the building. It's Friday. Don't get it twisted. Nothing's wrong with your calendar, man. We in the building now. After further review, two point oh, aka the side round pass, a special, I guess, playoff edition. Um, all of us are in the playoffs except for Julius Randle right now. Um, I'm RM Desmond, aka the Mayor, aka Left Handed, aka Chris. However you want to slice it, that's who I be. Um. Watching my Knicks right now, man, going through it down 97-85 with about four minutes left in game two of um, the Eastern Conference against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, it's been disappointing, man. You know, Julius Randle, most improved player in the NBA, great season all the way around, um, has not shown up in the playoffs at all, and it's been three games. All right? I understand these soft sissy fans, these new jacks, that, you know, oh, we're going through it right now. I'll give him a break. Nah, break time is over. Break time is over. This is what you wanted. You put in all them shots and do the Kobe thing. And, ah, nah, man. It's not working right now. It's not working right now. And there's no time for no excuses. Okay? You not showing up is, 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 is hurting the team. Period. 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 And for anybody else who says otherwise, they they just not either paying attention or they're scared to tell the truth. You know, we're not scared to tell the truth over here. Um, yes, we understand that Atlanta has a bunch of scorers on their team. Yes, we understand that Atlanta's <clears throat> a little bit more um, bigger and active than the Knicks. Um, but I'm looking at – I've watched all three games so far, man. And, um, you know um, – Trey Young isn't doing it by himself. Bogdan Bogdanovich is killing us. Okay, the kid Kevin Hoder is killing us. Then you get the little contributions from the other guys. You know what I mean? Clint Capella. You know what I mean? You, you get you know contributions. We're not getting those contributions. We're not getting those contributions. And I think that, um, you know, what the Knicks need to do now is just really find a way. You know what I mean? Play a complete game. They have not played a complete game in this playoffs. And I've watched all three games. They make runs. But they haven't got this game, this particular game right here that I'm watching right now, game three, they have not been closer than 10. They have not been closer than 10. Um, it seems like Derek Rose is at the door by himself. A lot of these guys, you know, the quicklies of the world, the Obi Toppins, they're just trying to get in, you know, get into the flow of the game. It seems like to me, the more I watch Julius Randle, the more he looks like, you know, I don't know if he's scared, you know, because of the playoffs. So that's a, that's a convenient excuse. That's a convenient excuse for these guys. You know what I mean? Um, it's his, you know, first, you know, playoff experience. Ah, uh, you know what I mean? But still, you got to show up. You know what I mean? It's a lot of these guys' first playoff experience. And, um, but everybody's looking at you to lead the way. All right? I see, you know, you know, Randall out there a little bit. He looks a little lost out there, okay? On defense, he has a back turn, and people just blowing right past him. You know, um, he's, 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 not, he's not looking like the Julius Randall that we watched in, in the regular season. Now, do we want to say that it's um, a situation of the playoff jitters? I don't want to use that excuse. I don't want to use that excuse. Play the game, man. You've been playing the game all year long. You know what I mean? 
now that, you know, um, you know, they're chanting overrated at you. But they wasn't chanting overrated when he was playing those two games in the Garden. And he was going six for 23. Nobody was chanting So right now, um, you know, the Knicks are, you know, going to, you know, probably, you know, look at this, you know, this tape from this game and figure it out, man. You know, as active as Atlanta. Okay. Not doing anything on the offensive boards. Okay. Um, you know, the, the last couple of games, at least what they did do was, um, you know, show up on the offensive boards. And then they're not doing that at all. Trey Young is, is, is constantly getting into the lane, putting up floaters. You know what I mean? Nobody's contesting it. If you just contest that, half of those joints won't even go in. Test it, but he's got an open lane to the basket, you know? And, you know, and missing layups and, 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 and bunnies and, and you, know, you know, R.J. Barrett trying to, you know, do what he can do, but he can't do it by himself, you know? You know, do we got to put a, you know, put an APB out on this dude? We gotta put him on a milk crate. What's happening? So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this out, man. As we're playing in the um, fourth quarter, about three minutes to go, mixed down, um, double digits, and I just think that um, you know they just gotta you know suck this one up. It's 100 to 87. Suck this one up, you know, and and get ready for game uh, game four on Sunday. But um, again, at the end of the day, Derrick Rose is leading the Knicks to the score with 27 points. 14 on 2 for 13 shooting. He's 8 for 8 from the line, but he's 2 for 13 from the field. You can't have that. You know, um, you know, uh, you know three-point shooting has is, is, is not really been effective. You know, Nolan Noel is playing on the bum ankle. Julius Randle's not looking for his shot. Um, it's, it's, it's just really crazy right now. I don't want to hear nothing about nothing. You just focus on getting game four because game three is a dub because you don't even have the, the wherewithal to try to even make a comeback. All right. Your, your, your defensive postures are, are, are looking kind of, you know, strange. You know, you're not hustling on defense. The rotations are crazy. The dumb fouls. So again, man, maybe, you know, this might be the end of the road right here for the Knicks, man, because at the end of the day, they're not even playing like they want to be there. You know, I inspect this guy for, you know, and I don't want to hear that about the crowd. They played two games in front of the crowd at Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean? And half of New York is in Atlanta right now. So, again, at the end of the day, it's not like you're in, you know, that much of a hostile territory. You know what I mean? So you got to handle your business and make it do what it do, man. I'm very disappointed right now, man. Very disappointed. The first two games of the series have been very, very close down to the last minute affairs. Um... You know, this one right here, now, you know, all the, the talk tomorrow is going to be about how the Knicks didn't show up, how Julius Randle didn't show up, you know. But you got to give Atlanta credit. Bogdan Bogdanovich and, and, and those guys, the Hunters of the world, the Capellas of the world, those guys are making shots, you know, and, and the, Knicks are, the Knicks are not, you know. And, and Trey Young just has 20 points, you know. But look at the bench. Gallinari's got 12. Judah's got 10. Lou Williams has got nine off the bench. You know what I mean? And you look at the Knicks bench, I mean, they're, they're contributing. You know, Noel's got 12. Uh, Alex Burke's got eight. Obi Toppin's even got four points. Quickly's got four. But look at the starting line of Derrick Rose. What is Derrick Rose doing with 27 points? You know what I mean? So I, I think that um, you have to look at this. It's, 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 it's Natty just having fun with it now. You know? You gotta, you gotta play with some pride, man. You have not been closer than ten this whole game, you know. And it's, it's, it's shot blocked, batted. You know what I mean? And I'm not understanding this right now, you know. So I'm trying to, you know, figure it out. And I'm sitting here watching the game and very, very disappointed at what I'm seeing right now. It's like they took their heart. They're not looking for their shot. You know what I mean? Look at this. Nothing's falling. Nobody's there to catch a rebound. You know, so it just is what it is, man. Um, the NBA playoffs in full effect. You know what I mean? We got a score out of Boston about to be um, about 45 seconds from halftime. The Celtics lead the Brooklyn Nets 61 to 55. Earlier, that game was like 19 to 4. You know? 
So I think that um, when you when you talk about basketball, it's a game of runs, you know, and the Knicks have another chance on Sunday to kind of even the series and, and, and show up. They didn't show up tonight, and I don't want to hear no excuses from nobody. And I'm going to definitely be around, and I'm going to definitely be in the building. No excuses. No excuses from nobody, especially Julius Randle. I don't want to hear nothing about how you tried and this and that and the third. You're playing like a scrub right now, yo. You're putting the battery in these cats back. These dudes are some suckers, man. You know what I mean? So I think they're not having the, um, the energy. It looks like the energy is gone, you know? Um, and that's it. That's what I'm going to say about that, man. It's 104 to 80, the 91. It's about a minute and a half to go. Uh, Trey Young is shooting the technical right now. So this one's about a done deal. Um... And, and really nothing else to say about it, man. You know, I, I probably do all my talking about that to 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 to, to, to other cats, man, because I, I can't really say what I want to say right now because it's really really crazy right now. And I, I, you know, it's just you know I don't want to blame a couple of bad calls, but I don't want to do that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know make it easy on the Knicks. You know what I mean? So you have to show up on Sunday or you know come back to New York down three one and have to play you know fight for your life. And you you make it hard for yourself. You make it hard on yourself. And I'm looking at the leader of the team right now, Julius Randle. I'm looking at him. You know, what are you doing? Um, so that's basically that. I'm going to leave that alone, man. This is after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sound Round Pass, a special uh, playoff edition, I guess if you want to call it that. Um, we in the building. I got I got my man PBJ in the house with me. And um, that's what it is right now. So other uh, NBA scores, NBA players. NBA playoffs. What's up, man? Oh yeah, I was yeah, I was gonna say yeah, playoff edition, Friday edition, yeah, but yeah, the NBA man, playoffs are hot this year. That that much I have to say. Absolutely, absolutely. We got uh, another you know team that's kind of like in the doldrums and don't know you know whether they're coming and going right now. It's the um, Los Angeles Clippers. We talked about the Los Angeles Clippers last year with them you know having Kawhi Leonard and, and, and Paul George and and a new, you know, outlook and situation going on with them. And I think that right now, you know, they're just running up against a, a, a team and a guy, a Luka Doncic, who's, you know, making this playoff to his own personal playground, man. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. You know, I think, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, they went on the road and won two games. The team with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, playoff Rondo, you know what I'm saying? And it just, it just you know, um, it's a bad look for them. You know, but now we're going to see what the, what the Dallas Mavericks are made of now. They're at home. You know, um, they're averaging 120 points in this, in, in this series. And they're just having the fun with Luka Doncic is averaging 35 points in the series. Kawhi Leonard averaging 33. But who, 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 who's seen it? Over 50% shooting. But nobody, nobody's seeing that because Luka Doncic and, and the Dallas Mavericks are killing the game right now. Um, Luca had a, a, a one ten and eleven, okay. And okay. in, in game two, he had thirty nine points in game two. So, and then they're getting contributions from other players, Tim Hardaway Jr. You know, Chris Cash was man, okay. It was supposed to be um, uh, uh, um, Luca Dantes and Chris Cash Porzingis doing their thing, but you know, um. Other guys are contributing as they should, so I think the you know the, the Los Angeles Clippers got some things to worry you know to, to try to figure out. Is this the biggest game in franchise history? No, no, it's just a game for them to get back in the series. If they want to get back in it, they can. If they don't, then they won't. It's that simple. It's that simple. The biggest game in franchise history right now for them would be a game seven against the Dallas Mavericks. That would be the biggest game right now until they move on to the second round. And if the Los Angeles Clippers don't get out of this first round, it's going to be it's, it's going to be a done deal for this team. They're gonna, they're gonna have to do something. They're gonna have to figure it out. And what that means is probably gonna have to start all over. You know, um, they're not gonna come back with Kawhi and Paul George. They tried it; it didn't work, and that's what happened. You know, seven seconds left in Atlanta. Atlanta's going to come away with a game three victory, and um, that's that. But yeah, man, um, the Clippers are definitely in trouble. You know, if they can't, you know, um, at least snatch one game, 
in Dallas and get this series back to L.A. to show some kind of, you know, pride and heart, then it is what it is. The Clippers were a figment of, ima- of people's imagination. You know, um, the Clippers were never going to challenge the Los Angeles Lakers, no matter how hurt the Lakers were. And speaking of the Los Angeles Lakers, man, they, you know, they're doing their thing too now. They, they feel like they got their energy back. Um, the battery is in their bag now, with the you know, way that they played against the Phoenix Suns last night. And, and, and now all of a sudden they turned it up. And again, at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, Chris Paul being injured again in the playoffs is just something I'm never, I'm never going to understand. This guy is going through the, the worst luck ever. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, again, he's the player association president, so I give that up to him. But I think that when it comes to the playoffs, I don't know. He just can't seem to, you know, find his, 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 his way. You know what I mean? And help his team to win. He's turning, I mean, you know, he reminds me of Carson Wentz. You know, but I think that, um, you know, when, when you have a situation like the Phoenix Suns, they've got a young team. You know, they're going to be better. You're going to, you know, you're going to hear about the Phoenix Suns. You're going to also hear about the New York Knicks. You know, we're not done. I mean, again, I don't want to get into a start explanation of, you know, this, the Knicks, you know, um, you know, played above their heads this year. And, you know, all we need now is that one guy to come in and kind of turn it around and give us a bona fide scorer, a bona fide superstar, which is true. You know what I mean? Now we're just going to see how we're going to build on, on this situation right now. It's not, it's not over. But I'm just kind of like, you know, disappointed, man, because, again, they've made, you know, each one of these games harder than it's had to be. But, um, you know, the, 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 the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns doing what they have to do, Denver and the um, Portland Trailblazers series, you know, that, that series is, good, is another one that, you know, people are going to, you know, pay attention to and, and, and wonder out with Dane Lillard. You know what I mean? In the Portland Trailblazers, let's say they don't, you know, they don't get out of the first round. What happens to Portland? Who, you know, did they, you know, stay, you know, stay the course with, uh, with Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum, or do they, you know, and, and try to, you know, add on to their team, or do they blow it up? The team right now that looks like it's ready for the NBA Finals is the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, um, but on the low, it's the first round of the playoffs, so I'm not going to put too much, you know, stock into it. Um, but they, 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 water. It's 3-0. And this is the Milwaukee Bucks team that we were trying to see, you know, last year, two years ago. Dominant. You know what I mean? Do your numbers, do your thing. You got a, you know, you got a, you know, a legit great player in, 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 um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, even though he's not a closer. He's a great player. He's a guy that's going to get you, you know, numbers. But then at the end of the day, you know, what do those numbers mean? If you don't win, you know what I mean? And I think that, you know, as far as right now with the Milwaukee Bucks, man, I think that they're looking like the strongest team in the playoffs right now. They're up three games to none, you know, um, and, and everything else notwithstanding with them. I just think that, you know, now that, you know, when the second round comes around, whoever they play in the second round, um, it's going to be a, a, a proving ground for them. That's going to be the hump and the hurdle that they need to get over to get them to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then we'll see what happens from there. Um, Philadelphia-Washington series, I want to kind of wanted to save that for last because I definitely want to get into the situation with Russell Westbrook. All right? I want to get into the situation even with Trey Young. You know what I mean? Because I'm a New York Knicks fan to the heart. You know what I mean? And I, I love my team, but I don't, you know, I don't appreciate when people do you know, obnoxious things. All right? Um, Philadelphia is going to give Washington um, the business. You know, uh, we already know what it is with the Sixers. You know, these teams are finding their stride. The cream, you know, always rises to the top, you know, in these playoff situations. And, um, again, you know, Philadelphia is going to do what they do. I'm not sleeping on Memphis. The Memphis and Utah series, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on that series at all. I think it's a very entertaining series. I think that when you, when you talk about, um, you know, stars and, you know, people that are, you know, um, upcoming and to watch out for down the line is going to keep the league active. you got to mention John, John Morant. Definitely. John Morant is, is a kid who's playing in a, in, in a market. He's playing for a team that I think appreciates him, and I hope he stays there. You know, and I hope, you know, he can, you know, win. 
You know what I mean? But he's got to crawl before he walks. And I think that when you talk about a series like um, Memphis and Utah, these are actually, you know, both teams have something to prove. You know what I mean? Utah, you know, um, they have a alleged coach of the year candidate in Quinn Snyder. They have some, you know, you know, alleged superstar players on their team, you know, but I think that um, they're going to have to, you know, show and prove that in the playoffs. Show and prove that in the playoffs. They made it easier for you guys, for them guys. Um, you know, they shortened the, they shortened the schedule. Um, and I think that right now people should be just catching their second win right now. Um, and, and, and I feel like a series like, you know, Utah and, and, and um, Memphis is just going to show, um, I guess, the, 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 the rest of the world who doesn't get to see these guys on a regular basis that these guys can play basketball, man. Um, you know, the, the, um, the series with the um, Memphis Grizzlies and the Utah Jazz, I think it, it could, you know, be very, very entertaining. And Donovan Mitchell, you know, even though what he went through in game one, um, again, I think that, you know, better safe than sorry, okay? So, again, you came back in game two, and, and, and they won to tie the series up. Series is tied. And I think that um, this series might go six or seven games. But I think that the Sixers are going to sweep the Wizards. You know, I think, you know, Milwaukee is putting it on Miami. And at this point, what do I always talk about at this time of the season, this time of the year? When it comes to the playoffs, you have to win your series as soon as possible so you can get that rest. You know, and I think that the, 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 the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, they get it. You know, they, and, and this again, this time of the year is when you have to prove who you are. All that talk that you talked about during the season, before the season started, now is the time when that, that comes to bear, you know. Um, and basically that, man, again, this is, you know, an exciting time of the year. The NBA playoffs in full effect. Um, nobody's playing in the bubble. The crowds are back. It's very, very dope, and it's exciting. Um, I'm going to get into the, the Lakers and the Suns a little bit more. I mean, I, I just don't really um, understand why, you know, the Lakers, you know, when the Lakers win, it's LeBron and AD. When the Lakers lose, it's, you know, it's Caldwell Pope. You know what I mean? It's Kyle Kuzma, you know, and, and, and again, you know, they got they thought they put the battery in their back and they got a nice win over the Phoenix Suns at home. All right. You know, 109 to 95. But again, Chris Paul has been, you know, limited in the series, you know, with the shoulder injury. So again, man, um, you know, we have to, you know, see what that, you know, see what that thing is going to do. A lot of people expecting, you know, a lot out of the Phoenix Suns. Two in, you know, number two in the West. You know what I mean? So um, they got to figure it out, man. And, and, and don't let LeBron and them, you know, make a mockery of the series. Even though the Lakers are bigger, you know what I mean? Uh, but I think the Suns can compete. You know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, taking anything away from the Phoenix Suns, man, because they also have a team that can, that can, that can do some things, man. And again, they have to have that same energy, you know. Uh, um, Booker, the kid Booker, he's got to, you know, play it within himself. You know what I mean? And they just can't, you know, worry about Chris Paul not being, in, you know, in the situation, man. They got to get contributions from everybody. So that's basically that. But let's get back to the situation with these fans, man. Um, in Washington, there's a guy named Russell Westbrook who, wherever he goes and wherever he's been in the league, he's dealt with, you know, um, fan interaction. You know, you know, some of it is positive, a lot, you know, some of it is negative. But the negative fan interactions that Russell Westbrook has had has been very serious. And um, this latest one happened in Philadelphia when he was, you know, going, you know, leaving the game through the tunnel and somebody threw some popcorn on. Then you had the situation in New York where um, somebody, in the, you know, had courtside seats and, you know, spit on Trey Young. Shout out to 50 Cent because he was sitting right there. You know what I mean? And I think 50 was the one that, you know, had the most, you know, uh, uh, um, comments about it. He probably didn't even know what happened. But I say that to say this. Um, you know, fans, you know, they, they spend their money. 
Um, they, they, you know, come to see, you know, players, you know, compete, and, and they come to be entertained. But, again, um, it's not a, you know, NBA arenas, uh, Major League Baseball fields, football, and the NFL football fields, and any football field, you know, Little League, Pee Wee, Pop Warner, whatever. You know, you, 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 don't want, you don't talk about, you know, people in a situation where you feel like you, you, feel like you know them. You know what I mean? Um, you can say what you want because I've done it at Yankee Stadium, Section 203, right field bleachers. Kane Griffey and all those guys from the town, we, you know, Griffey sucks junior. And we would say all types of wild stuff, but we would never get, you know, past that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it used to be wild in Yankee Stadium. They would throw batteries and all types of wild stuff. So, again, I, I'm not, you know, preaching from a pulpit. I'm just saying that that is wrong. But these these people, man, you know, they feel like they can, you know, pay to get into a game. The exorbitant amount of money that they pay to get into these games gives them the right to disrespect people. The same people that they have saw, if they would have saw them in the street, they, they, they would act a total different way, a total 180 of how they act in the arena. Now, why is that? Do they feel like they're protected by security? Do they feel like they have, you know, a right to, to talk to people the way that they do? Do they feel like they're watching, you know, um, let's, let's just keep it real. Do they feel like they're watching, you know, um, you know, they're, 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 how do I put this without sounding crazy? You know, they, they're watching, they're being entertained, but do they feel like they can, you know, talk, you know, any kind of way to these athletes and these athletes are not supposed to respond to them. You know, um, so that that's that's kind of funny to me because again, at the end of the day, these same dudes, if you saw them out on the street or on the block, it would be a whole different scenario. You know it, and I know it, and they know it. So again, man, um, you know, it's not going to get it's not going to get you know uh, taken care of until somebody punches somebody in their mouth, a la malice in the palace. I hate to say that, but this is what it is. Because a lot of these people, like, they, they, you know, they get drunk and they feel like they can say whatever they want to say and then, you know, let, some, let somebody go up in the stands and, and, and punch them in their mouth. Now you want to cry and, and bitch and moan about, oh, you got beat up. Now you want to start, now you want to call your lawyer and sue somebody. But when you was talking about people's family and disparaging them, it was I'm saying that's all it's going to take for somebody to get punched in their mouth and cool out. All of that to cool out. You will never have to worry about that again, especially like in NBA arenas where, you know, the, the fans and, and the players are in close proximity to each other. And I think that's a great thing. You know what I mean? Now all of a sudden people don't know how to act when they're out in public. And, you know, why? what makes you think you're going to get away with spitting on somebody? What makes you think you're going to get away with pouring popcorn on somebody's head and not being seen and not being pointed out? And what makes you think you can, get your, you can keep your tickets? What makes you think that? I, I'm, I'm, I want to hear, I, wanna, I would like to hear from somebody who feels like, you know, the fans are within their rights to do that. Because then after I tell you about yourself, then we can get to the point. Because I feel the same way. Because I, I, um, you know, I do music, I rap. So when they go to certain particular shows, some people not, you know, say stuff. But that's different because you know why? When the show is over, I can go talk to you and we can have a conversation. And if that's how you, if you still feel like that, then we could deal with it. See, that's how that goes. But when you're dealing in the situation where, like, for example, NBA arenas and NFL, you know, stadiums and, and Major League Baseball stadiums and stuff like that, it's different. Because the security is going to step through to keep y'all separated. But when, like, for example, when I do shows, we don't have no security like that. I come with my crew and we come deep. Just in case. Yeah, we go out of town, you know, different cities and stuff like that. And, and then the cats are, you know, their antennas be up anyway because they think that we're trying to steal their, you know, their women or whatever the case may be. And half the time, their women, they want, you know, they tired of seeing the same old thing. Somebody else is coming to town and they want you know, to be up in our face. You know what I mean? And they get mad at that. Now we have, now we end up in there brawling for nothing. So again, I think that man, if, if you if you know how to handle yourself, then so be it. Do what you do.
But I don't think that people who can't handle themselves in these situations to come out of their mouth, you know, disrespectful. I think they should just enjoy the game, enjoy the moment, you know what I mean, and go home. That's it. So I think that um, you know, people that you know, the examples got to get the examples have to be given because apparently the malice and the powers wasn't a good enough example. So um, I just hope that you know these guys can figure it out, man. And, and you know, it's a bad look. You know what I mean? All these guys want to do is play ball. You know what I mean? They want to entertain you. You know what I mean? They want to you know have some fun and, and go home to their to their families without being spit upon, without being attacked, you know? Um, and that's that, man. So uh, we're going we're gonna, to um, make it do what it do, man. But I hope that, you know, we don't have any more incidents and uh, people can learn that um, they're there to watch a game. They're not there to, you know, um, you know, throw in. You can say what you want, but just keep it in the, in, in, in the spirit of the game. You know what I mean? Say what you want to say. But unless you know these people personally, you shouldn't talk about, you know, anything outside of, you know, what they got going on. If they're having a bad shooting night, remind them of it. Like Julius Randle. You stink, you stink. But I'm not going to say anything about his, his family or anything. I don't know him like that. So why would I feel like I, I got, I got, you know, cachet or carte blanche to talk about this guy and his family when I wouldn't say anything like that if I was, in, if he was in my personal space. So I, I just don't, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are giving, being given a lot of excuses, you know, all oh, people, you know, going through it and, you know, people can say what they need to say and, 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 and the players shouldn't be so sensitive. Man, knock it off. Knock it off. No, 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 no. So if that's the case, then the players shouldn't be so sensitive. So, let them have five minutes with the fan. And then after that, we'll see if the fan is sensitive. All right? The fan shouldn't be so sensitive and want to call his lawyer or call an ambulance. The fan shouldn't be so sensitive. How about that? So, again, at the end of the day, knock it off with the silly excuses. Knock it off with the silly excuses. All right? I'm going to get off that, man. Um, I, I, I don't want to talk about Tim Tebow. I don't want to do that. Because, again, at the end of the day, we're going to have a lot of that to talk about. I feel like in the upcoming, in the, in the future episodes, we're going, to, we're going to talk about that. So I'm not going to get into that tonight. Let's get into some baseball, man, some scores. One-to-one, uh, top of the ninth in Detroit, Yankees and the uh, Detroit Tigers. Uh, top of the seventh in Cleveland. The Blue Jays lead the uh, Indians 11-2. to uh, bottom of the sixth in Minnesota, the Royals beat the Twins three to one. Top of the fifth in Houston, Astros two, Padres one. Bottom of the first in Oakland, no score between the Angels and the Oakland A's. Did you hear what happened with the Oakland A's? That um, they got caught in some traffic on the way to the stadium out uh, in Oakland, and um, Shohei Otani was supposed to pitch, and um, he got pushed back. And uh, it's just crazy the stuff that happens in sports, man. Stuff that happens in sports. Um, bottom of the first in Arizona, the Cardinals lead. The Diamondbacks 4 nothing. Rain delay in Boston, 5-2. to two. They lead the Marlins at Fenway. The Cubs over the Cincinnati Reds earlier, one to nothing, And the Giants will be in L.A. dealing with the Dodgers um, in a few minutes. And the Texas Rangers are in Seattle, and that game starts in a few minutes. Colorado and Pittsburgh Pirates postponed. Washington and Milwaukee postponed, Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets postponed, and Baltimore Orioles and the Chicago White Sox postponed. Okay. Now we're on the baseball trip, right? Man, I saw something in, in, at the Cubs and Pirates game that I thought I would never, ever see. You couldn't even think it up. And um, watching the highlight of it, you had to laugh. I, you know, you had to laugh because um, it was it was really kind of silly, and it goes back to you know little league and fundamentals and stuff like that. And you know, my thing watching this highlight, um, which really was a, a real, 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 real low light, 
for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, it's even hard to explain. Um, what happened was, I think it was a runner at third, right? And I think um, Javi ba- Baez bounced out the third base. It was two outs. Third baseman throws it to the, you know, to get the out at first, okay? So the first baseman gets the ball, and instead of putting his foot, you know, tagging the base you know, for the fourth out to make it three outs, Javi Baez stops. He's running up the first baseline. He stops, and he starts running back towards home plate. And I don't know what the first baseman was thinking about, but he started following Baez back down the first baseline, back towards home plate. The runner at third sees this, and he decides he wants to come home. The first baseman for the Pirates doesn't know what to do. So he, at the last possible second, he tosses the ball to the catcher to try to get the runner coming from third. The runner scores. Javi Baez is watching this nonsense. He goes running back to first base. The catcher has the ball. He throws the ball to first base to try to get Baez. That ball, it goes into right field. Now Baez ends up at second base. Craziest play I've ever seen in my life. And I hope I, I, hope I did it justice by trying to explain it. It was the craziest play I ever, I never saw anything like that. And I've been around for a hot minute. And I've never seen anything. I, running back, grounded out the third. You're running up the first baseline, and now you're running back towards home. That 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 was that was that was really 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 bugged out. But I guess it is what it is, man. Um, you know, that's what they did. It was two outs. So what's the excuse? It was two outs, yo. You you could have tagged first base, and the run wouldn't have counted. So I don't know, you know, it's, it's very, very embarrassing to, to, to you know, make, make a fool up like that, man. It was really, really crazy. I just didn't understand it, looking at it. I had to watch it a couple more times just to, to, to you know, try to understand, you know, from the first baseman of the Pirates' perspective. Like, what the hell was you thinking about? It happens. It happens, but not like that. You know, it, that play was it was baffling. It was it was funny. Um, I, I just I just don't understand it. This, but this is what we got as far as you know, quality of baseball and you know things. You know, baseball is a game that you know you say you you, you go to a baseball game and you'll see something that you know, you never you know you never saw before. You know, and that is definitely one of those things. You know what I'm saying? So that was that, man. So was going on, but um, that was that, man. Um, what else I want to get into before I get out of here, man? I got something to deal with tonight, but um, we wanted to jump on real quick. Bob, you got anything you want to discuss or talk about while we're here? Yeah, actually, I'm going to pretty much hold on to things till we're back to our regular time on Wednesday, so you know, hold on to okay, things till okay. then, yeah. All right, that's Bob in the building. Let's get into a little NFL, man, before we before we slide. I, I, got, I got some some stuff I want to talk about as far as the NFL is concerned, man. Um, not not anything concerning Tim Tebow. I just want to talk about some things. Um, Aaron Rodgers. You know, I you know I said you know Aaron Rodgers is is now getting you know getting uh, a taste of what Brett Favre went through. You know, um, but I think Aaron Rodgers is well within his rights if he feels like you know they should have you know consulted him first about, you know, the the Jordan Love thing that was like, you know, last year and we're still on that. You know, how much you know, how many good how many M V P type years can you do you think you still have in Aaron Rodgers? These dudes talk about they're gonna play today forty five and fifty, man, knock it off. You know what I mean? The Steelers should have, you know, been thinking about a replacement for Ben Roethlisberger four years ago. Okay, so these quarterbacks, I get it, their ego and you know, the teams are trying to, you know, acquiesce to the, to the player and all that. But it comes a time where, you know, the, the rubber is going to meet the road. And, and this is one of those times. I think the Green Bay Packers are in a different situation because they don't really have an ownership. Okay, they don't really have that type of scenario in, in, in Green Bay. 
I think the, um, the, the, the Green Bay Packers are owned by the fans. You know what I mean? So uh, they got to they gotta figure out what they're going to do with that situation there with, with Aaron Rodgers. Because it's getting close now. You know, he's in Hawaii chilling. You know what I mean? Hope, you know, getting ready. I think he's getting ready to get married or something like that. So I think they got, you know. Um, Julio Jones, another another situation that really, you know, shouldn't have, shouldn't have happened. But I think that uh, Atlanta now, they're going to try to, you know, get the, the, the most, you know, for their, for their value. Um, Jones, I don't know, you know, where he could end up, maybe New England, maybe Tennessee. You know what I mean? If he ends up with Tennessee, you know, that's going to be a, you know, a, a weird look. But he'll, he'll have, a, you know, a decent Ryan Tannehill and, you know, A.J. Brown on the other side. Um, so I think that um, when, you, when you have that, you know, um, the ball's in Julio Jones' court, but I'm really tired of hearing about it. Go where you're going to go. You know what I mean? And, and this, this is what I'm talking about with the drama and, and all of that stuff in sports. And I'm not really interested in that. Just play the game. You know what I mean? Just just, just play the game, man. Go out there, enjoy the game. Get, all, get out of this reality TV nonsense. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just play the game and, and enjoy it, man. You know what I mean? Um, let me talk to my, my, my hockey people real quick before we get up out of here, man. I'll talk to my hockey people, man. Um, Minnesota Wild and the Golden Knights doing their thing. Game seven. You know, this, this, uh, shout out to New York Islanders. They got the Pittsburgh Penguins out of here. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to them. They did what they had to do. But, um, yeah, man, the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs are the best. You know what I mean? Definitely, man, because it's excitement. You know, the games, you know, some of the games, you know, if you ever watch a, a playoff game, you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, so th- that's the type of stuff that goes on. Um, Minnesota and the Vegas Golden Knights tied in game seven right now. The end of the first period is one to one. All right? So um, let's get you caught up on what's going on as far as the um, – the playoffs are concerned in the, in, in the NHL, man. You know, exciting to me. I like hockey. I just started getting into hockey, man. Um, I've been I've been hockey, you know, but just getting into it maybe the last you know, three or four years. You know what I mean? And um, I watch it heavy, all right? Um, the East Division, New York Islanders defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins. So then their um, series starts with the Boston Bruins tomorrow. Because Boston defeated the Washington Capitals. In the Central Division, Carolina defeated Nashville and Tampa Bay defeated Florida. So they will play in the Central Division, Carolina and Tampa Bay. In the North Division, which is a good, which is all, all the Canadian teams, um, we got a good series uh, going on with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. Toronto leads that series three games to two. Game six is tomorrow night in Montreal. Um, the winner of that series will face the Winnipeg Jets, who the Oilers. So again, um, Conor McGregor, I mean Conor McGregor, um, Conor McDavid missing the playoffs again. And he's supposed to be one of the you know top you know uh, guys in the, in the NHL, one of the faces of the league, and they can't get out of the first round. All right, in the West Division, you got the Colorado Avalanche. They defeated the St. Louis Blues. And Colorado is waiting to see who's going to win this game seven between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. You know who I like? I like the Vegas Golden Knights. That's been, you know, my West Conference team for a couple of years now since they came in the league. And um, they haven't let me down, man. But I think the Minnesota Wild, they've won the last two games, Minnesota, okay, because uh, Vegas had a 3-1 lead in the series. And the Minnesota Wild has come back to, to, to tie it up. So um, if you uh, are interested – uh, game seven is is, is lightning happening right now. Um, they're between period, and make sure you check that out. Minnesota and the Vegas Golden Knights. All right. This is after further review, man. Two point oh, aka the sideline pass. We usually rock out with you on Wednesdays from eight p.m. to ten p.m. Nine five four two four six zero three nine eight is the mathematics. Um, we had to jump on, you know, what I mean, get this little playoff edition thing popping off, and uh, just to talk about some stuff, man. You know, and um, again, man, this is what we do over here, man, just to talk about some things and and try to have some fun with it, man, and keep it, you know, lighthearted and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, society and life crosses over in the sport, so we have to deal with it on the, um, you know, as as it's given to us. Um, Real real quick sports update, 
Um, the Boston Celtics lead the Brooklyn Nets 72-71 with about six and a half minutes left to play in the third period. Um, the Sanders Clippers 20-8 in the first period in their playoff game. Um, what else do we want to get into, man? Do we want to get into the boy Mayweather? No, I don't want to talk about is Manny Pacquiao and Errol Spence. It's supposed to go down on um, August 21st. Um, I think that's a fight that you know should have taken place. Maybe you know probably would have taken place already if we didn't have the the pandemic. But um, I think that's one that people are looking forward to. You know when they announced it. You know you could tell uh, what's going to be a good fight because when 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 people you know find out about it when it's announced. You know, the, the gas was audible. And I think that, you know, when people, you know, first saw the, you know, um, the fight posters, I think Manny Pacquiao put it on his, on his social media. And people were like, what? You know what I mean? Okay. You know, and I, and I think that it was, it, was, it was received very, very well. Um, people want to see this. Um, and, 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 again, you know, Errol Spence being the WBC and the IBF welterweight champion. While, you know, Manny Pacquiao is, you know, holding a status as a WBA champion in recess. So again, I think that, um, that, that is going to be, um, you know, something that Pacquiao is going to want to, you know, defend and deal with. But I think that this fight is going to be a test. You know, a lot of people, you know, um, sleep on, they slept on Manny Pacquiao when he fought Cotto. They slept on Manny Pacquiao when he fought Keith Thurman. They slept, you know what I mean? Um, so again, I think, you know, Pacquiao's had a chance. He's not, he hasn't had a fight since he beat Keith Thurman back in July, 2019. You know what I mean? Um, Earl Spence, I think this is, you know, uh, one of the biggest, you know, tests he can, you know, get for himself outside of Bud Crawford, you know? So, um, again, you know, Manny Pacquiao's only, you know, 42 years old. They always, they talk about age, 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 age. They always talk about that. Like that's going to, you know, be a factor in, 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 in what you do. Um, Errol Spence was 27-0. and 0. Um, You know, his last, his last fight was against Danny Garcia in, in, in September. And, um, again, we, you know, we're looking forward to um, a great, a great, great fight between Manny Pacquiao. It's an event. A Pacquiao fight is an event. You know what I mean? And Errol Spence is, is, that, is that guy on the come up. So we're definitely going to see, um, you know, um, you know Pacquiao's You know, um, and, and, and does Errol Spence have enough to kind of, you know, do what he needs to do to set up a fight between him and Bud Crawford? Because I would like to, see, I would definitely like to see that. All right. Um, if you're interested, the uh, college football playoff schedule has been announced if you're interested. Okay. Because, you know, the national championship game will be in Indianapolis this year. Um, the semifinal games over the Cotton Bowl. In the Orange Bowl, right? Those games will be played on New Year's Eve. The national championship games being played on um, January 10th. All right. Um, just a few games. In the Peach Bowl, December 30th. New Year's Day, we have um, Fiesta Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. And the other bowls, I'm not even going to get the Tony the Tiger Bowl, and I'm not even going to get into that. The Pinstripe Bowl is December 29th in Yankee Stadium. Um, Oh my God! Look at this—the Gasparilla Bowl. We're going to get into that. We're definitely going to get into that when the time comes, man. That's the further review 2.0, aka the Sideline Pass Playoff Edition. I want to thank my man PBJ, aka the ubiquitous Bob James, for holding me down. You know what I mean? As he always does about this time. You know what I'm saying? Um, three minute rant, and then we're going to get up out of here. All right? Um, WNBA. You know, I'm a fan of the WNBA, man. I watch, and again, I think that if you don't watch the WNBA, then you're not, you're missing out. You know, you're missing out. You know, some of the, you know, most, you know, talented, you know, women basketball players in the world, you know, in this league, man, and 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 it's definitely better. It's definitely better than it was 20 years ago. I'll tell you that much. You know, just a quick rundown on a couple of teams, man. Um, the Seattle Storm, you know, they, they won, you know, had a big winner opening night. They lost to, you know, the Las Vegas Aces. Um, then they had to, you know, come back from being down in the fourth quarter to beat the Minnesota Lynx. 
And then they, you know, won late against Dallas and they won late against Connecticut. I mean, the win's a win. You know what I mean? A shout out to Brianna Stewart and Joel Lloyd. They're both top five in the league in scoring. Um, the Connecticut Sun. You know, this team is first in offense, defense, and net rating. You know, John Quell Jones is back, and she looks like she's, you know, her same old self, the dominant player. DeWanna Bonner is having a career year shooting the ball from three, even though, you know, the season, you know, it's early. Um, and her defense has been terrific, you know, altogether all in, in Connecticut. There are a lot of questions about this team going into the season, but I think that right now the only team that, you know, is beating Connecticut has been Seattle, and that was in overtime, you know. Um, New York Liberty. They're definitely looking a lot better than Sabrina Anescu, all right? Um, they, you know, tied for first place. Natasha Howard is back from overseas. And she's back into the starting line and doing her thing. But I think that um, the Liberty have to, you know, just, just, just you know, um, play like, you know, they've been playing. Don't, don't. Don't get, you know, outside of yourself. And I think that when you have a leader, you know, um, and, and a player like Sabrina Inescu, who's going to be a star, she's going to be a star. So you just have to kind of like, you know, get, get with her and, 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 and ride this thing out. Because the Liberty is looking, looking good, and uh, hopefully it can carry on throughout the season. Um, the Las Vegas Aces, you know, they have players in the league, you know, Liz Cambridge. Um, but they've been dealing with some crazy injuries. Angel McCautry, she's got a torn ACL. Um, Kelsey Plum, she's overseas playing. And I think that, you know, the good news, you know, um, even though they, they're going through some struggles, they still, you know, um, have a winning record. They rank in the top four in offense and defense. You know what I mean? And then they have a youngster, Jackie Young, um, no pun intended, and she's showing on the improvement that she had last year. Um, things went a little bit sideways for the Chicago Sky. Candace Parker, you know, she's no longer with the L.A. Sparks. She sprained her ankle. Um, you know, and Allie quickly tweaked And those have been available since opening night, and it's really unclear when they play again. Um, Stephanie Dolson is playing overseas, so it's a little surprise that Connecticut has looked, excuse me, Chicago has looked the way that they've looked this season, even though people picked them to really do some numbers this year. All right, this is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We're about to get up on Wednesday night. Hopefully we'll have some good news regarding the New York Knicks as far as the playoffs are concerned. Um, 954-246-0398 is the number. Make sure you check out uh, 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 After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass, live and direct on Action VR Network, man. Make sure you get at it. Shout out to all my people warming sports. Shout out to my man Slate. Shout out to my man, Freddie Fred. Shout out to everybody out there that's doing their thing, man. And um, enjoy your holiday, man. Um, it's Memorial Day weekend. All right? Make sure y'all come back and we can all chop it up. Because, again, I'm going to keep it so real with you right now. Some of us are not going to be here on Monday. I hate to have to say it like that, and I hope I don't get in no trouble with, 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 with PBJ. Some of us not coming back Monday. Period. With the stuff that's going on with these, you know, with these shootings and, and, and people acting crazy and, I, and, and the shootings that you hear about on TV, like the CNNs and all that, there's way more stuff that's happening. That's why I'm so, you know, I'm, just, I'm saying what I say. I usually don't even talk like that. But you just got to keep it real with people, man, and remind them, man, that, that, that you know, you only got one life in this, man. And and it's precious, man. You don't want people talking about you in the past tense. So, again, hopefully, man, um, you can rock out with us. And and if you want to get at me outside of um, the show, um, I'm on Twitter at RMDesk. We got music coming. Um, Definitely, um, I'm proud of it. We got a joint called um, Summer. Um, We was going to drop it today, but DMX, Rest in peace. His, his album, Exodus, dropped today, so we don't want to compete with that. Um, and it gives us time to set up for the video shoot. So we got music coming, a whole lot of stuff is coming, man. And uh, we're doing what man. Just make sure that, you know, you're in a, in a safe you know, situation, you and yours, because we don't want to talk about what happened or what didn't happen. You know what I mean, um, make sure you come back and um, enjoy the holiday. All right?
Zap the further review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. We're about to get up out of here. Bob, take me out. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. I bring the fire, but you never seen her. I testify, I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul, better go to Korea. I love my dog, just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect them. I made the call up, but just like I'm reffing. I know we left here, now we back together, but I guess that is better now. Later than never, like, mm, what's happening? I'ma need y'all quit asking when. Me and my wife gonna have some kids. Right now, we just practicing. Practicing. Teacher said, quit rapping, man. That gonna hurt my average. I said, thank God I ain't average. Yeah, I'm a bright young man. Kill the GPA, GPA. and the BPM. BPM. Look, we on. So say what you say, cause that's A with Lecrae. From the A train to the A, I'm coming in hot. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in See him still sleeping, so I had to shake him up. Shake him up. I kept it too real. Yeah. I wasn't faking up. No. My real life was a headline. headline. Your real life got a deadline. deadline. My timeline was a hashtag. Your timeline just a hate crime. Coming in hot, feeling like pop. Back in I four when he took five shots. Too much drive to ride your wave. Ditch my top and I'm off that lot. Black on black on black on black on black on black on black. You don't have to ball a rap to get them racks on racks. Uber poolers trying to catch my vibe and find my way. Yeah, I know, I know I'm ratchet, but I'm really safe. Hot sauce dripping. Everybody want to start dipping. First, nobody want to listen. Now everybody pay attention. Now everybody pay fee. Even Trump got to take a knee. When the horn blow, y'all going to see. Make the wall fall down like, yeah. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot the shot. I'm coming in hot.